hope, I hope you got that. Did you I, get did, that I, I did get it. I think that's the show opener. So <laughs> for those who can't actually hear Jim, because he's remote yet again, I don't really know what Jim does, but he's remote a lot. That's episode 21. So what uh, what wonderful topics are we going to discuss tonight, Mark? Since you've got some, let's, uh, let's jump right into it. I got a couple, but we'll also welcome Ed back from Arizona. Hey, Ed. Hey, thank you. How you doing? Well, it's going to be busy because every article's from Arizona. (laughs) I actually got about six or seven here. I'm just going to touch on the, uh, because it's built up over a couple of weeks. I think Brent sent me this one uh, saying how people could check for stolen vehicles on their BlackBerry phones now. Where was that at? Was that Arizona? That's Arizona. Yep. Yeah, people could go to an application and run a license plate, and it'll tell them if the car is stolen or not. So, uh, did you know about that, Ed? Yeah, it's been actually here since uh, I've been down here at 05. Wow. Oh, God, since you're a retired cop now, you must be running plates all day long. You know, I was for like the first two or three weeks, and then I and I kept coming up with nothing stolen, so I'm like, oh, I lost my touch. Yeah, wait till do it again and get in a pursuit in your own vehicle, then it'll get you all back <laughs> up again. You remember I the time I got, I got in a pursuit coming back from Concord in my own vehicle? let's not get into war stories yeah Yeah, wow (laughs) I'm glad you're retired yeah yeah, it was a lot of fun though I was going to the uniform store and spotted a 10851 I took the day before so I get in behind and I'm all excited ooh I got a 10851 I'm even off duty now so I called dispatch and I says, hey, I got one here, and they're doing briefing. So I'm getting all excited. Hey, will you hurry up and send somebody out here? <laughs> and uh, so 10 minutes goes by, and a crook comes out. He gets into the car. He pops the hood, starts the engine, gets in the car, and takes off. I'm going, I get on the tell dispatch. I say, hey, I got a rolling 10851 now. Would you get me a black and white over here? So I'm almost arguing with this gal in line. Well, finally, they had a big pursuit, and the car took off, and I got to watch everybody chase him. And then they caught him in the backyard and beat him up and all that good stuff. So <laughs> but anyway, he was a pro and you didn't yep. have to write a lick of paper on it. No, I even called Gomez and I asked him. I said, "Hey, can I get some overtime for this?" And he hung the phone up on me. So <laughs> that was the end of my off-duty capers. Because you interrupted the briefing. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh, here's another one. I think Ed sent me this one out of uh, Kanawha County, West Virginia. Man. It's behind bars for committing lewd acts with a mannequin in a public park Sunday morning. According to Kanawha County Sheriff's Department, Ed Schoolcraft... Oh, no, not Ed Schoolcraft. <laughs> That's Jim. That's Jim. Eddie Campbell, Eddie Campbell from Bell was caught at Booker T. Washington Memorial Park in Malden with a shirt off and his pants around his ankles. Deputies say he was sitting on a park bench with an armless mannequin on his lap, holding it with one hand, pleasuring himself with the other. When... <laughs> When the deputy identified himself, Campbell stopped, pushed the mannequin off him, and pulled his pants up. All this happened in a residential area and close to a church. He's been charged with indecent exposure. He gave up his right to have an attorney represent him during arraignment. So that's pretty interesting. Going to work. Excuse me? Now, the mannequin didn't have any arms. That was pretty interesting. <laughs> Well, he like took he, that he, armless mannequin in the court to represent him, saying that it was his attorney. Must <laughs> have won the case. Hey, how do you like to be the cop that arrested him, and you got to book that mannequin into evidence? I hey, bet I they loved him. That one night, <laughs> found some plastics in the guy's car. It was similar to that, but uh, never mind. Oh, <laughs> oh, I remember that. 
Ed, <laughs> you grabbed it with your hand, bare hand. I know, don't remind me. Going back to the right now. It was, it was, right now. It was <laughs> Let's just say it was freshly it used. Oh. Now, within the last day, they never cleaned it off, and the two guys looked at me and went, oh, we're sorry. And I'm like, you were doing sorry as I am. Yeah, that's that's why we <laughs> carry gloves now. Ed's hand stuck to everything yeah, for the next three hours. Where, where, where can you buy those mannequins? <laughs> you don't have one already? Uh, I think I mean, Jim's is worn out. Can you get them online? Anonymously? <laughs> Anonymously. Jim. Yeah, they show up shows up in a brown box, just no name on the outside, just says Jim on the outside. Hey Good. Jim, do you need another patch kit for Christmas? <laughs> no, I'm alright. Oh. Hey, here's another good one. Out of Victorville, California, two women charged in kindergarten graduation brawl. Can you believe that? <laughs> Grown women get into a brawl at a kindergarten graduation. Obviously never go to the fair. <laughs> Wait, look at this straight. Two women got into one brawl. That's what... I, I didn't catch all that. Oh, I could see the theme of where this show is going. <laughs> Leave it to Jim. Drag it down. Two women got into one bra at a kindergarten graduation. Is is that what he said? Yeah, Jim. Two women got into one bra (laughs) at a kindergarten graduation. (laughs) On to the next one. Yeah. We'll go. uh, The guy with the mannequin was waiting outside. (laughs) (laughs) Washington teen finds $650 under couch cushions. Now, this one really pissed me off out of Washington. A 16-year-old boy searching for a cell phone in the cushion of his friend's couch found a wallet with $650 inside. Jack Wangster and his friend. Excuse <laughs> me? Did you say Wangster? Seriously. Is that his I'm name? Seriously. I am not ma- making this up. you got to send me these yeah. links because that, that has to be immortalized on our website. <laughs> Anybody by the name of Wangster. <laughs> I mean, you can't ask his, for a better uh, name. Uh, and his friend, Nick Gorman, told Nick's mother. Can you imagine running that name out phonetically? <laughs> can you, can dis- you imagine the fights he had in school? I'm sorry. Di- uh, last last Arnie, unit. Adam, Newark, George, Sam, Tom, Edward, Robert, Percy, Richard. Yeah, uh, last unit. Did you say Dick Wangster? Yeah, and he, and he has no <laughs> arms. <laughs> Holy smoke. Anyway, he told the mother who bought the couch from a couple in Washington. A Facebook search found the wallet owner, 28-year-old so-and-so, who now lives in Arizona. She lost her bill for it, the bill for in in at a bill, 2000 bill. Do you, do you bill mean billfold? Hey, you know what? It's a t- <laughs> he said Billford, didn't he? He, he yeah, said he Billford. Did. Wankster lost his billfold. Wankless or what? Wackford. Hey, she lost her billfold in 2005 at a party. And you wonder why I'm the guy who reads the story. (laughs) (laughs) We didn't have any practice tonight. Hello, Mr. Wankster. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, sir. Have you lost your (laughs) billfold? Have you lost your billboard? Yeah. Uh, okay, wait till we get on you, Ed. I know. Go, go clean your hands. Are they all sticky still? Oh. <laughs> all over them, yeah. Uh, she was excited to get her uh, billfold back. She gave the boys $25 rewards. Okay, can you believe that? She lost it five years ago, and she gives the kids 
only 25 bucks for finding it. I mean, yeah. she should have given them at least half. She's teaching these kids to be cream criminals. She's teaching these kids to say, hey, if I find it, I'm not going to call the person. I'm going to keep all $650. That is correct. That's what it I is. do. 20 bucks cash i'm sure i'm sure the kid regrets uh turning it in that's a lot of xbox games man that is new york man gunned down at anti-violence block party oops hey whoops (laughs) that was out of new jersey that'll be our whoops story of the week a man attending (laughs) a block party as part of the national night out anti-crime initiative was shot and killed in new jersey's third largest city that was nice I've heard New Jersey's great. Yeah. No. Someone else's mannequin. <laughs> no crime. <laughs> Gilroy police kill pit bull as it attacks a smaller dog. And there was a lot of uproar about this because people are saying, oh, they didn't have to kill the pit bull. But, I mean, I'm sure we've all been on calls where you go to a house and dogs come charging out at you and they're pit bulls. You don't have another choice. Tr- I mean, the, these people, if they want to keep their dogs alive... Keep them tied up or in the backyard. Don't let them roam loose. Hard Ed, to shoot on the I remember run, Ed went to a call and two dogs emptied <laughs> his gun and he didn't hit either one of them. <laughs> he scared the crap out of them, but he didn't hit either of them. He would have scared the crap out of me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you sure do embellish on these stories here. I only fire one round yeah, just to hit the house, okay? Oh, <laughs> but I got to give it to you. When you had your accidental discharge on the raid, you did get the Harley headlight. So I got the Harley gas tank. Oh, the gas. oh that's even better. <laughs> Ed well, was dangerous was, with a gun. That's when I was kicking the door, and uh, I fell backwards and popped a round off, and the guy behind me stuck his gun over my head thinking we're in a gun battle. He now, wanted to get believe- a few rounds off, so he didn't have to do any paper. Can you believe that Ed still has a permit to carry a gun after all that stuff? Holy smoke. <laughs> Watch out, hey. Arizona. At least I didn't blow a hole in the bathroom door while I was taking a number two there, like a couple of the guys did. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> hey, this one's... Did, did you say that Wangster had an accidental discharge? <laughs> <laughs> while he had the mannequin on his lap. Oh, man. Yeah, and this one's a serious one that pissed me off. Louisiana man saved teen, couldn't stop six from drowning. Six teens that didn't know how to swim were out playing in the water, and one of them went off into a deep area, and the other five went out to save them. All six drowned. Bottom line is, if your kids don't know how to swim, either don't let them go in the water or put life jackets on them. And, Jim, you probably see this a lot out on the water, huh? Yeah, all the time. The key word is six kids who couldn't swim were playing in the water. I mean, what, what needs to be explained there? I know. That's why I'm not even going to go into the article. The headline, the headline says it all. Yeah. So that's really irritating. You know, if you got kids that don't know how to swim, don't even let them go near water. Because you go out to a little beach or something, there's there could be a drop off. If you go to the ocean, there could be the uh, the undercurrent, the riptides. Article that says six kids allergic to chocolate overdose on Hershey chocolate bars. It's the same stupidity. Sadly, it is. Yeah, well, you know, the saddest part about it is the families, the grieving and, and all that. I mean, you, I thankfully have never, I haven't lost a child, but I, I, I don't even want to be around it. You know, it's, I, I can't even imagine the heartbreak that, that, a, that a mother and father go through. Well, yeah, I mean, the sad thing is one of them fell into the deep water and was flailing, and the others went out to go 
to go help them, and none of them could uh, swim, and they all went into the deep water, and uh, they drowned. Yeah, it's, a, it's terrible. Absolutely right. horrible. Here's one that ought to excite Ed here. Long gun registration bill, an open carry ban awaiting consideration by California Senate. California is really trying to force gun regulation, and this open carry that we've been talking about for the past several shows, um, unfortunately, the open carry movement made such a big they brought themselves to the forefront in California that all of a sudden people took notice to it. And now the legislator, the legislators are trying to um, basically say, hey, there's no more open carry in California. They're trying to pass uh, laws to oh, do away pass. with that. So everybody, sh- the open carry movement should have just done it silently and not, you know, put themselves on the channel five, seven and two news and bring this to the forefront because I think they might have cut their own threads doing that. Well, I think they'll just pack their bags and move to Arizona. Anybody could have a gun in Arizona. (laughs) And they're actually trying to make it. The long gun registration, um, is that just in California? Is that all over, too? Just basically a shotgun. You'd have to register a shotgun, right? Well, you you do a dross on a shotgun, but you don't put a serial number down on it because the ATF doesn't keep track of long guns. Right, but there's talking about the the registration. You're going to have to register shotguns and rifles just like you would a handgun. Well, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if they did that either. They'll never get my guns. And in Arizona, like I said, anybody could have a gun. Somebody that shoots at dogs and misses or shoots a headlight out of a Harley during a <laughs> raid. We were looking for a homicide suspect, no less, so it was a pretty tense situation. <laughs> It was a serial killer, no less, Mark. Remember I, that? I got to admit, I got to admit, Ed, if he was hiding in that garage when that shot went off, he would have given up. I would have gotten a bronze medal of valor again, number two. That's a big I, if. Yeah, but I bet the Harley owner was pissed. Well, it, it was, it, well, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's all the articles I got. How about Jim's been silent? Is he uh, Is he on a park bench with a armless mannequin or what? <laughs> I'm typing. Typing. Hey, Brent, you get your computer fixed? Because uh, I guess we could tell people we we weren't on last week due to technical difficulties. With well, you're, uh, you're going to blame me anyway, so why don't you just go ahead and get it out? Yeah, you had like 30 excuses in the past two weeks. Mm. Yeah, you're right. It's all my fault. There we go. Here we go. It's all my fault. I'll just take the blame, and then we don't have to bore our listeners with it. Good. Hey, why don't you just hop in a bra and get it over with? <laughs> uh, I think well, you've new, got a new flash. We've got, a, we've got another inmate missing in Arizona down here. Well, that's good. Yeah, he walked away from a work uh, custody thing here in Tucson. He's 44. His name is, can I say his name? I don't know. Hey, it's if, it's in, if it's in the paper and uh, or on the okay. internet, it's public info. Jeffrey Douglas, yeah, a male white with uh, hazel eyes and brown hair, walked away from the... Uh, Work detail, and he's serving seven and a half year sentence for 2009 weapons and theft charges. He didn't like the pink underwear, huh? No, that's that's Maricopa County. This is state the state pen. He's just wearing orange. Oh, so you get a little easier in the in the state state system there. Well, now that he's out, he can go register a gun and carry it concealed. Yeah, that or you can find his buddy John McCluskey up there in the Montana. They can all hang out. Mm. But uh, anyway, there's another one on the loose there for you. Well, he'll probably get shot by somebody down there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, that's why they flee out of Arizona as quick as they can. Yeah, this is, people got guns around here. <laughs> you can live happily ever after in California. 
Yeah, no kidding. Where the good people can't get guns and all the bad can. Hey, Ed, didn't you send me something saying uh, an article that the Border Patrol agents were telling... Avoid our, dangerous uh, areas, yep. Yeah, don't go into this area along the border because it's too dangerous. Yeah, well, apparently one of the border sheriffs, I think, I forgot what county it was, there's two or three counties border Mexico. They were, uh, the sheriff himself was actually out talking to some Border Patrol officers who said their supervisors told them, avoid areas that are high risk where the, tra- where the, where the, uh, I was going to say inmates, where the uh, illegal uh, undocumented aliens are coming across the border with sacks of marijuana and cocaine and heroin. You know, you might wind up in a shootout or something. But uh, anyway, so obviously INS is uh, is denying it and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I guess they got the word from their supervisor, stay away from the uh, dangerous stuff and just do the easy stuff. That's pretty bad when they're telling uh, basically cops don't go into this area because the illegals are too dangerous. Yeah, well, that's if anything, they ought to they gotta get a couple of uh, Humvees or something with machine guns up on top and go in there uh, heavily armed. Well, several years ago, we had the National Guard down here on the border, like they're going to be doing here shortly, and evidently they uh, they got chased they got chased for you know five six hundred feet with with armed bandits chasing them over the border, so they had to run. They couldn't engage them. So it's like, well, what's the National Guard doing down on the border? You know, in the first place, if they're running from people, you know, but they, they kind of shoved that one under the rug, too. And it, wasn't, it was only talked about for a day or two, and all of a sudden it disappeared from the headlines. Yeah, you still gonna... got the Minutemen out there, don't you? Well, I actually believe it, and stupidly enough, the militia's down on the border. They're sending up teletypes every day, you know, trying to stop all the illegals. But that's a whole other story. That's, that, that was actually in the news, too. So what days are you out there? <laughs> I don't have any camo shirts, so I'm staying out of the mess. Ah, <laughs> uh, lovely. So, what, what do you got, uh, Jim? It's getting nasty down here. Hello, Jim. Hey, we get any emails, listeners? Any any shout outs? Nope. Wow. See, we lost them all when we didn't do the show last week, huh? Yeah. yeah. Why don't you blame that on me too? If you want to take the blame, I didn't say anything, but that's fine. We'll we'll blame Brent. Yep. I'm cool. Brent Berwanksky. That's me. <laughs> Wangster. <laughs> we can all go by the last name Wangster now, and that'll keep our anonymity. So what was the last question you had a couple weeks ago? Oh, let's take a look. So uh, last week's questions were about marijuana and... Yeah, selling drugs via MySpace and Facebook. How can it be stopped? And if a family member's growing marijuana in an elderly woman's home and you turn him in, what happens to the person who owns the home? We covered both those. Right. Those yeah, he, Ed asked the question. Do you listen? Oh, okay. We already you could have said the ones we've already covered cuz Ed was getting all excited to answer those. How many plants do you have, Ed? Uh, uh, just medicinal. <laughs> <laughs> is is medicinal different than medicinal? Yeah. Well, okay. hard to say it. well after you've had nope. a couple of joints, it's hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on my medicinal plan. Sort of like uh, he's got to pay for it out of his billfold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got Mich- Michigan marijuana here. Yeah, and his friend Wangster. <laughs> Wayne glows right on the side oh, of yours. Terrible. God, we're gonna lose listeners. So, so the, my listeners. my idea was is that we start actually doing a tip of the week and a story of the week each week. Well, Sounds good, or cut, or a topic out of the book. 
That's what I mean. So, Sheriff Joe did have that $1 million bounty on his head we were going to talk about two weeks ago. Right. Did you find out anything more about that? I talked to my daughter, who actually is a member of that uh, sheriff's office, and she told me that uh, they weren't even aware of what was going on. They had to read the newspapers themselves. Mm. But uh, he does get these quite frequently. I and, can't uh, imagine why. I saw him yep. at, a, uh, at the, at the uh, Memorial Day Parade, and he had quite the security team around him. Mm. He had a car. It was actually a convertible car. He had a deputy driving the car. He was in the car, a deputy in the back seat. Two on the passenger side, two on the uh, driver's side walking along the car, and then he had a car load behind that with about three or four more deputies. So, so it's, it's like a securities. Yeah, pretty he much should, like uh, a deal. He should listen to the uh, podcast from Cop Talk. He would have known what was going on before uh, he read the papers. <laughs> Man, just think if we got to interview him. Yeah, yeah. You, you probably could do it, you know. What t- what, well, who knows? That would be a fun show. Yeah, yeah it would. It'd be a, we'd get a lot of listeners. Yeah, like and a, he's, lot of, uh, and a lot of hate mail. Probably so, yeah. <laughs> as, long as, as long as he doesn't say the N-word like Dr. Lawrence. Yeah, that was yeah. Bad. Why don't we even steer way clear of that topic? Yeah, I don't. What, we, what you know, what is up with that? Because <laughs> you, you got this person that's been on the radio for, for 100 years. And then all of a sudden she's booted. For, I mean, how stupid is going to be to say that? <laughs> Well, you know what? I, I listened to the to segment of the, of the show that she actually made that comment on, and she really wasn't saying it in a context at, at anybody, or she was just saying a reference to that people do say that word, and she was using the word. And I, I, I for one, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised at how, how well the, the political correctness is, is muted everybody from, from saying certain words. And I wouldn't use that word in a derogatory fashion. But she was using it, describing it in a way in which people uh, throw the word around so casually amongst amongst themselves, and he, she gets beaten down by it. It's well, the trouble was it. she did it on a national audience with millions of listeners, and uh, and so be it there. And she yeah. should know she should know the words that you can't say on radio. Yes, yeah, sort of like I, George I, George Carlin's seven words you can't say on uh, television or on the air. Should we go yeah. over those? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not in alphabetical order either. I swear I'm going to figure out a way to mute people. <laughs> oh, I bet that doctor was wishing somebody to mute her. That. Say that again, there, remote man. <laughs> Any, anyway, Sheriff Joe gets uh, <clears throat> routinely gets uh, threats on his life from um, from the Mexican gangs and the cartels. Mm. This one happened to be of interest because the FBI confirmed it. So that's why I hit the newspapers, but uh, he well, routinely glad, gets... I'm glad the FBI told him. Yeah, yeah it'd be a, a first for the FBI. Yeah, but uh, comes out on I, the news before the FBI confirms and told the poor guy that's being threatened. That's good. I'm surprised they didn't hold a press conference of the guy with his FBI uh, blazer on, <laughs> standing up in front of the camera. I want to tell Joe that he has a threat against yeah. his life. Sorry, Joe. Yeah. Sorry, buddy. We, we got the glory this time. All right, so what... Okay, so are we done with articles? Because, I mean, there was the other one that, that I don't know who sent it. The uh, trooper pinned in a car was taunted by motorcyclists. Did anybody look into that one? Yeah, I sent that to Mark. Yeah, what, I didn't see it. What's the story? Well, that's because you have to read your email. What's the story with that? They must Evidently, have been on Yamahas. <laughs> apparently, they were crotch rockets. Um, apparently, I believe it was up in Washington State. A trooper was in pursuit of these uh, a group of motorcycles mm. and uh, lost control somewhere along the line. 
and rolled over into a ditch alongside the road, and the car was upside down. He was trapped in the car, and these guys came back, parked along the guardrail, from what I gather from the article, and were taunting him and laughing at him and all that kind of stuff. And then when <laughs> cars started pulling up to help him, help the trooper get out of his car, just regular civilians, they got on their bikes and took off. But uh, they know who the, it was a, apparently a regular group of people that they uh, had run-ins with that, you know, they, they got leads and all that kind of stuff. So a bunch of, bunch of hoods anyway, huh? Yeah, so I, I would imagine that they probably put about 10 or 15 guys on that caper right away. And that's when humanity just hits bottom. I mean, I don't care who you've had a beef with or something. If somebody's life is in danger or something tragic like that, it's time to kind of put, you know, the beefs on the back seat and help somebody that, that needs help. But to sit there and, and taunt, taunt them, that's, that's pretty bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm afraid I would have inadvertently, uh, my grill would have met about half a dozen motorcycles as they were getting back on their bikes. <laughs> so, I mean, that's something that... Either that or you would have had another AD and screwed the <laughs> heck out of them, huh? What's that? Whose phone is ringing? Do we have a guest? Is that the sheriff from Maricopa County? It must be, because apparently now it makes noise when it calls Jim back because he dropped out. It wasn't my fault. I didn't do nothing. (laughs) (laughs) He couldn't hold the phone and the mannequin at the same time. You sound a lot better now. Well, I said the N-word or something. No. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) It's really on thin ice here. Yeah, we we will not continue on that road. Why don't you hang up on Jim you. again before he gets our show canceled? Yeah, that's a, I, I, I'm trying to avoid having to edit every five minutes of show. <laughs> so there was the other one was, Mark. I, I think, Mark, you sent this, was the uh, trend raises fears of fake cops. Did you send that one? Yeah, I forwarded that on to you. What's up with that one? I guess there's been an increase in uh, cop wannabes buying old... Uh, um, cop cars at auctions and with the spotlights on it, and they're getting little red and blue lights and putting them in the car. They're putting a siren in it, and um, they're they're buying cop gear and whatnot, and they're just going around pulling people over and um, trying to be a cop. Yeah, well, and that, I guess the increase has really scared people and actually made police departments notice and give advice to people saying, hey, look, if you're unsure about this, you know, pull into a crowded area, pull into a gas station, a shopping center. You know, if you feel uncomfortable pulling over on a dark road or something, I mean, don't hit the gas and go like a pursuit, but just, you know, drive normally to a crowded area if uh, if you're unsure about the, the cop. Well, and a lot of, I mean, I'm not going to badmouth security guards or anything, but a lot of these... A lot of these security companies now are wearing full-on uniforms with gun-toting the whole nine yards. Look just like cops. Yeah, so. they're wearing black BDUs, and they've got a. Uh, some of them are, you know, they have a permit to carry, so they're carrying a gun. And I see them get on the road, and they'll they'll come whipping up on somebody, get right on them, trying to scare them, and you know. But it, what's scary is citizens are doing this at nighttime. They're they have they're not even a security guard. They're just a nobody and they're out pulling people over have you ever uh pulled over and taken a security guard uh no comment (laughs) i've woken him up at three o'clock in the morning in parking lot (laughs) (laughs) we did do that once i was with an old sergeant of mine and we found a security guard that was asleep and so my sergeant walked up he grabbed onto the side of the car and he started running in motion and he yelled stop the car stop the car stop the car and the guy woke up and he was panicking trying to throw the thing in the park it was already in park but he screwed the crap out of that uh sorry 
Sorry to all security guards out there. We're really not making fun of you. <laughs> well, you could put that on cops, too. There were two cops in a nearby city that uh, I think Jim used to work for that city, and the, they were on graveyard shift, and occasionally the cops would tell each other, hey, I'm going to take a quick five-minute nap, you know, wake me up. And apparently they both fell asleep, and it became daylight, and... It was a busy city with a lot of uh, commercial business, and people are walking by the sidewalk, and the police department got a call about two cops that were passed out in uh, in their cars parked next to each other, and it turned out they were asleep. Oh, that's too bad. I'd love to have been the sergeant that day. Yeah. Get the little... Yeah. Oh, whoops. what? what? <laughs> <clears throat> oh, we never did that, Mark, did we? No. <laughs> uh, I know you probably saw out a few logs, but uh, I was always well, afraid. No, no, so I, it wasn't me. I was too young. I had to watch guard on the uh, six cars parked in a row. I, I was always afraid that uh, that I, I wouldn't wake up if I did that. So. <laughs> yeah, I was. Uh, well, I, uh, no comment. <laughs> That's a we'll lot. Get into no, your war stories another day. Uh, there's a lot of no comments in tonight's show. I still haven't told you my uh, exorcism either. Oh okay. no! We'll we'll save that for another show. Okay. That could be a whole show right there. No, it was, it was a good call. I just wanted to go home on time, like usual, and not cut any paper. So, I, being the old salt that I was, I uh, I invoked my uh, my uh, uh, exorcism, it? exorcism power? powers, right, oh, and cool. uh, exercise the demons out of a gallon, and was able to leave there without calling AMR and waiting forty five minutes for an ambulance. Uh, he uh, he wasn't called Shortcut Ed for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Well, he did got out of more paper as a cop than any other cop that I know of. That's a good deal. <laughs> well, you should teach an academy class. Huh? Jim, are you on? Sp- night. Is Jim on speakerphone? I am. Yeah, that's why we can hear two conversations going on there, buddy. But I'm by talk- myself. He has a talking mannequin. Yes, but we can hear your speakerphone through Skype, bud. Hi, my name's Wangster. <laughs> I wonder if Wangster knows that uh, clown guy with the big nose and the funny shoes. <laughs> That's a team right there. Don't get yeah. you better, Brad. That that is better. Just telling you. Clowns again. So what? Oh, let me see. Is there anything else? Oh, uh, this was the. I think the last one is that uh, a mom was placed under arrest for posting a picture of a baby smoking a bong on her Facebook page. So don't let your baby smoke a bong and put it on Facebook. You will get arrested. It's amazing the pictures that people have on their phones. I mean, people don't realize their phone could be hacked and those pictures could could hit the Internet. But it's amazing what people are putting on YouTube and whatnot. And the phone doesn't even and, need to be hacked. You put, and they regret did it. That, did that woman get kicked out of her trailer park or is she still a, a resident there? 19-year-old mother uh, arrested on uh, drug paraphernalia charges because of uh, showing it with the, the kid. It, well, I mean, the yeah. kid obviously wasn't smoking the bong, but that's, the kid was well, playing with no, it. I mean, the whole idea, that's, that's mother of the year material right oh, there. Oh, yeah, no, that that's definitely true. I mean, that's what I give my kids to play with. <laughs> I did the mom and the kid. <laughs> what was his it's name? A, it's a funny. It's a funny picture. You should see it. It's, it'll be on our site. Bartholomew Brzezicki? Was that it? No, I don't think it was Bartholomew. No, something. I'm sure, somebody can write in and straighten you out because I, I, I think I'm going to keep that name and use it. 
that. Yeah, we rapid. came up with the name a couple of weeks ago. I forgot. We'll get back to it. Yeah, it's uh, Brent Wangster. Brent Wangster. Yes, yes, Jim Wangster. <laughs> we could be brothers. The Wangster brothers. Yeah. <laughs> and cousin Ed Wangster. Oh man. <laughs> or we could call him Uncle Wangster. Don't, don't be going to call me Uncle Fester or nothing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so for tip of the week, what do we want to do? Do we want to do something fire-related? Because I see a fire story in here that Mark sent me. Something about kitchen fires or something? I don't know what the heck you were writing. Uh, yeah, telling you, uh, it was actually a video. We had to put that on the website to show what happens when, if you have a grease fire in your kitchen. Mm-hmm which happens quite a bit. You know, someone puts the old French fries on a little too high and you get a grease fire. The first thing people think to do is to try to grab the pan and take it outside, which usually puts nasty burns all up your arm. Or they uh, they throw water in the pan thinking, you know, I'm going to throw water in there to put the fire out. It actually superheats the water and it explodes. And the flames will just go up to the ceiling and spread out throughout the ceiling. And in that video that I sent you. It's quite dramatic. I'll put and it. I'll it, post it up. Yeah, so what they tell you to do is get a towel, a big dish towel or whatever, soak it in water, put it over the top of the pan, and the flames will go out. Once it cools, then you take it outside. But every year, just all kinds of people are hurt by trying to grab the pan, which scalds their hand or the flames get on their arm, or throwing water instantly makes our kitchen catch on fire so it was a pretty good tip to um soak the soak a towel and throw it over the pan until you know you got to turn the burner off soak the towel put it over the burner and jim used to work for a fire department so he he knows that i'm sure well he had that problem with his barbecue just the other week no uh, he couldn't get the barbecue to yeah, light. it still hasn't like fixed dude did you, did you clean the spiders out of the uh tubes i cleaned everything and you know what Screw propane. I'm going back to old school charcoal. That's the defeatist attitude that we all love. Yes. I, I saw old, a, a propane barbecue old. explode on a guy one time. It caught the, caught the guy on fire about 50 feet away from me. It's pretty, uh, wow. pretty interesting to watch that happen. He turned on the burners, and he must have let a, a, a large amount of propane hover <laughs> inside the cooking area, opened it up, threw the match to it, and the, and the flames came out and caught his clothes on fire and burned all the hair off his arms and gave him burns up and down his arm and his face. Guy was running around on fire for about 30 seconds till everybody could stop him and throw a towel over him. I saw so somebody there, else. There goes our sponsorship from Rhino Propane. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. Between between that and uh, deep-fried turkey incidents, uh, I think that the world would be a safe yeah. place without those things. There's a lot of fires with that. Yeah, I had a friend who lit his whole, almost his whole house on fire by throwing in a frozen turkey into one. Wow. Yeah, that's like uh, pretty much like napalm spraying out of a pot. Well, I think both me and Jim have lost quite a bit of hair on our arms from previous camping trips when we were young when, uh, you know, Jim decides to pour gasoline on the fire um, because it didn't light the first time and then throw the match in there and pretty much takes the hair off of everybody's arms within 30 feet so has jim always been that way he's always been that way so he so he goes into a situation and he always just pours more gas on it and it makes it worse or what exactly that's a good deal when in doubt power out 
<laughs> that reminds me of my teenage days. We used to dance like Indians over the fire. We'd throw gas in the fire, campfire, and then jump back and forth across the fire to you catch your shoes on fire. That's good. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. that's a smart thing. I hope the kids listening try that. Well, no, no, no. That that was uh, that was, we were trained professionals. Oh, we'll try got it. And we walk. just and we just lost our two Indian listeners. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm part Indian, so I was Thanks, allowed Ed. to do it. Oh, see? See, he's part. He can say it. Hey, my last name is what it was, and uh, uh, he was very Indian-related. So That's good. Always yeah. good that you can make fun of your own people. Well, I'm Irish, too. Wait till I start on the Irish jokes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Okay, so does anybody have, like, a good story of the week? Do you want to just take one out of the book? Do we want to do a tip and story? I'm really trying to figure out a good tip, but there's you know, so... why don't you do one on burglaries? Because there's been a, a big rash of... Want to do cat burglars? Yeah. There, well, we covered a little bit of that, I think, last time with Jim, but it, we, we ought to cover it again because um, out in a nearby city here, they just arrested somebody who had uh, gone into several people's apartments in this apartment complex in the middle of the night and he raped one woman um another one she woke up and fought him off and he ran out and uh, the majority of the time it's been through unlocked sliding glass doors or windows and i think we really need to cover that again being that it's warm weather i mean it's unseasonably cool here in california northern california but uh, a lot of places where it's hot people even an apartment on the second or third floor, they think, hey, I'm up, you know, second floor, third floor. I'll keep my slider open. People can, can get up there somehow. Okay, so, so so this would be a tip? So we want to do this as a tip for this week for we'll do cat burglars slash burglary? Sure. Okay, it's so. Probably, hey, Mark, it's probably the same guys we used to come across downtown that uh, were dope dealers that were on social security disability that could leap over an eight-foot fence in one leap. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Well, if you were chasing me with all those rounds. Some of them can't even do that handcuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. I don't know. If Ed had a gun in his hand, he screwed the crap out of everybody. Yeah, so, I'd, I mean, I'd, I'd, I'd jump, jump over, over a couple anything. fences. Hey, there's that guy that kept shooting Harleys and uh, missed the dogs. Run. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But hit the side of the building. <laughs> it was a house, actually. No, it's, oh. funny, like, it's, it's funny, like what you said earlier, you know, about the kitchen fires. And if you spent 20 bucks at Walmart or, or Target and had a dry can fire extinguisher in the kitchen. I mean, for all the house calls I've gone into, I mean, very seldom do you see a fire extinguisher either under a cupboard or somewhere where it's handy. So right away, you look around in a panic when you get that fire and you grab the, you know, the handle of the, the pan and then you get burned and then it goes all over the place and gets ten times worse. Just, you got to think ahead of time. you got to use common sense. Same Is thing with all these break-ins. What? Is Jim on show delay? Because that was like 10 minutes ago. No. <laughs> no, I am. But the same thing with, with these uh, burglaries. You know, lock your door at night. You know, shut your windows. Have lights on the front and rear of uh, of your house. And chances are that's never going to happen to you. But these critters are out there looking for opportunity. And if they see any opportunity at all, they're going to go for it. If you leave your car unlocked in front of your house, it's going to get burglarized. If you leave your garage door open, people are going to go into it. If you leave your sliding glass door open, assume that you're going to wake up to some dude standing over your bed. I mean, it's just common sense. The trouble is people do it so much that they get a false sense of security that it's not going to happen to them. 
But if they continue doing those things, eventually it will. One of the worst cases I ever had um, was a young wo- a young woman uh, had left the front door unlocked for her mother. Her mother came home the same time every night. So she unlocked the front door for her mom. She went in the back and she started exercising in front of a mirror. And what she didn't know is it was a rapist walking around the apartment complex, happened to see her through the cats had messed up the blinds a little bit where somebody could look in. He looked in, saw her exercising in front of the mirror in her bra and, you know, sweat outfit. He went around, tried the front door. If the front door was locked, he probably would have gone on his way. But it was unlocked. He went in and he raped her. And, I mean, people make these mistakes. It's If there's an unlocked door, sooner or later, somebody's going to get into it. Um, mo- most of the burglaries that happen in the middle of the night, I don't want to scare anybody here, but people, these crooks, their job is to walk around neighborhoods, trying front doors, going into yards, trying windows, looking for windows that are open. And if they find one, you're going to become a victim. If the house is completely sealed up, uh, locked up, if you have motion lights that come on when when people go into the yard, you know, your chances of becoming a victim are a lot less. But, I mean, that, that's totally. covered, you know, that's covered in a the book and in depth. The fire department will respond to a medical, and then they're requesting police assistance for poor century because no one's answering the door and they think the victim's inside, you know, unconscious or something. And every time, I've, I've always lifted up a pot right next to the front door and found a front key, you know, that the key to the front door of the house right there under a potted plant. And these burglars, that's the first place they look because they know that everybody has been brought up to, uh, you know, put a key under the under a potted plant or something right there by the front door. So, Or they got the funky looking right. rock that looks totally out of place, you know, with a, with a bottom <laughs> put the rock in, right? Right. <laughs> With that fake can of pork and beans that you unscrew the top off? No, it's better if you use one of those fake hand grenades. Yeah, there you go. Then they don't know if they should pick it up or not. Yeah. But But uh, on a serious thing, I mean, these burglaries, probably nine out of ten burglaries, it's they got in through an unlocked window or an unlocked door. And, I mean, don't become a victim and be traumatized by this mistake. I mean, if if you want to keep your window open... We've talked about it before at hardware stores. They sell little locks that you could put on your windowsill. You can keep your window open about two, three inches. Uh, put this lock on with a little thumb screw. You tighten it up. People cannot jiggle the window open. They can't get in. But you could still have a little ventilation if you need it. Same thing for sliding glass doors. They sell locks. A lot of people with the older sliding glass doors, they could actually jiggle them right off the tracks. Go to the hardware store. Spend five ninety nine. Get a little lock that goes into the bottom of the the rail, and it locks the bottom of the door in, too. People cannot lift the door off the track. If you want to keep that open for ventilation, put one of those little locks on the rail where you can keep it open, maybe two inches for ventilation, and yet someone can't open it up. I mean, you got to take precautions if you just leave the doors like unlocked. Said, and people think like that they lock said, the Mark, people, they, they say it's not going to happen to them, and... You know, that was one of the worst calls I ever went to. You know, Brett probably doesn't remember it, but it's when I was working down there with him. And this woman uh, came home from the grocery store, and uh, my canine tracked from the uh, from the front door of the house where the guy left from out uh, maybe two houses up, 
and then lost the scent where the guy had taken off in the car. And you saw on the street like 15 cigarette butts where this guy had just been waiting. He had been waiting out on the street for this for the lights to go out in the house. And it was in a dark area up over by uh, the second high school there, Brent, by, uh, um, you know, on the north end of right. town. Yep. And he went through a dark uh, between two houses. It was pitch black. There was no motion lights. He went to the backyard, used one of those white resin lawn chairs to crawl through the open bathroom window. Big fat shoe print right on the chair where he had crawled through the window. And he went right into her house with her six-year-old daughter next door, oblivious to what was going on. And she was brutally raped for four hours. And then he just calmly left out the front door, which is where my, my dog tracked from there to the to the place where he was parked, where he had been smoking cigarettes. So, I, I mean, if if you're aware, if you've got good neighbors, neighborhood watch, lights front and rear of the house, an alarm system, or a 140-pound Rottweiler in the backyard, you won't ever have to go through that ordeal. But don't think that woman, that, that you know, she's not thinking about that every day of her life. You know, and, and alarm systems, I mean, my house is alarmed, uh, my daughter's is alarmed. It's a great thing. If you use it, if you turn it on. Yeah, right. I used to go to calls where the house has been just totally cleaned out, jewelry, all TVs, everything cleaned out, and I see the alarm system on the wall. I go, "You have an alarm system? Was it on?" No, I only went to the store. I was only going to be gone twenty minutes, so I didn't set it. You know, it, you push a button to set the alarm. It, it doesn't take much. You push a button to set it, and and you got to use it. And I've seen a lot of burglaries, like Jim said, that other one. The guy went in through a bathroom window. A lot of people or a lot of burglars go through a bathroom window because they know a lot of them are not alarmed. People alarm, you know, their doors. They alarm the big windows and the sliders. A lot of times people don't have a sensor put on the bathroom window. My daughter's house, they have a sensor on every single window and door. And, you know, it may cost you 20 or 25 bucks to get the sensor put on, but it doesn't cost any extra to have it monitored. If you have an alarm system put on, get everything covered. Get the motion sensor, too. If someone, you know, if you don't have every window done, at least get the motion sensor. If somebody does get into a window that's not alarmed, the minute they step into the hallway toward the bedroom, the motion sensor is going to set the alarm off. Do you, but, think, uh, do you think that it's enough to have an alarm system, or do you need to have an alarm system that is monitored and will call the police or fire department? Well, uh, Noise. The burglars don't like noise. Um, I mean, especially if you have a external siren or something. Right. Um, most of the time that I've seen when an alarm went off, a burglar may grab something close by. If there's a, you know, a phone or an iPod or something within reach, they may grab that and flee. But I have yet to go to a burglary where they spend any <laughs> amount of time in the house wandering around when this ear-piercing siren's going off inside. They don't want to be noticed, and they know noise. You know, people are going to be looking. I, I worry. You know, the, the downside to that is they're going to book before uh, a neighbor or somebody might be able to get a look or a description of the car or a license plate. But on the other hand, you're not getting ripped off to the max. You know, they're well, going to be also covered in the book. We also so, covered in the book, not very many people do this, but some burglars, they may go and hide. If it's like, you know, there's a creek behind the house or something, they may go hide out until the alarm resets. Right. And if no cops come, they may go back, you know, back in the house. But I have yet to see a burglar when the alarm goes off where they didn't flee. So it's all it's all about levels of deterrence then. So you try to put as many, you try to make it as hard as possible. 
and as right. annoying as possible for somebody who's on the other hand a lot of commercial establishments have those uh sonatrol sidle alarms yep and it's pretty awesome because they can actually describe to dispatch you know we hear uh, the suspects doing this or breaking glass we can hear this I mean, they can pinpoint right where the uh, where the activation is. And yeah, voices in wing A or something. So I think you know, they need to. Suspects and one goes, "Hey, Wangster, check this out." You know, <laughs> <laughs> we just need Dude. to equip, just equip all those systems with lasers, and then you just take care of the problem themselves. Dude, grab the mannequin yeah. with no arms. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Wangster, run. Yeah. Wangster, is this your bra? Okay, so. But so in this in this technology, I, I had mentioned a burglary we had probably last month. Um, the guy had a camera that he bought online or in the stores. Uh, Best Buy or something had them for 199 bucks. You mount this camera at your front door; it's motion activated, and it'll actually send photos to you on your on your phone. There's an application that you have, and it'll send you photos and. And the guy had said normally, you know, a telemarketer or something, it'll flash two or three photos, send it to them, and they walk away. But we had a burglary where a woman came to the door, knocked at the door, looked in the window, walked out. The guy came up, looked in the door. He ended up getting like 75 photos of these two clowns at the front door. Great photos. Um, And the camera was actually in view, but uh, they were probably too stupid to notice it. They ended up walking around the back of the house, climbed in a bathroom window, and uh, they got into the house. He had already called the police and said, hey, look, there's two suspicious characters. They're going up to my front door, walking away. Gave an exact description of what they were wearing, and responding units got there, determined there was a burglary. And when they were checking the area, they, they saw these two clowns walking down the street, matched description to a t stopped them and uh, they had the stolen property on them red noses so, big feet exactly <laughs> <laughs> sorry I, I had to bring that up yeah so i mean cameras are cheap enough now the camera systems uh to alert you when someone goes to your house there's so much technology now you know to protect yourself and speaking of red-handed a real quick story i was in court once i there was a uh, call a vandalism call at a house where somebody sprayed red paint all over this house. I mean, just the windows, the doors, the garage. They were pissed at the person, and they used red spray paint. Just, I mean, lots of vandalism. And so I got there, and there was a guy walking away. I stopped him, and he had uh, red paint all over his hands, which was a little clue. I ended up arresting him, and went to when I went to court, and they were asking about that, I explained, well, when I stopped the subject, uh, he had red paint all over his hands and the court reporter whispered to me caught him red-handed huh (laughs) this is in a courtroom i started cracking up in front of the judge and the judge is looking at me like uh, i'm crazy but that was pretty good sorry your honor (laughs) that is pretty good so so to sum up these uh things you could buy an alarm system you need to lock your doors you could get a camera, or nowadays you can get a web camera, and you can watch it on your phone or your computer at work while you're at, you know, work. Motion, motion lights. lights work great. Motion Some lights to light up your house. Get a dog or use another dog, like a neighbor's dog, as an early warning system. Talk to your freaking neighbors and work together to actually have some kind of, you know, plan or watch each other's houses or however that's going to work. 
And how about house keys? So the house key issue is how do you hide house keys? I guess the answer is you don't. Well, usually you don't. You give them to a family member or, or even your neighbors, uh, you know, next door. If so you're I can't, going on vacation or something. Right. But that's that's if you trust your neighbors. So I well, I mean, I saw an ad the other your day. Neighbor, some nineteen-year-old chick letting her uh, infant kid uh, take a picture with a bong uh, next time. I probably wouldn't trust her with the keys to I'd my give, house. I'd give her my whole set of keys. I mean, if you have. <laughs> <laughs> Brett so, loves her. Yeah. <laughs> So the question I have is, have you guys seen that new lock that's out that's basically codable? So, like, if you have somebody coming to work on your house, you can cut them one key, and then basically they can use the key for a certain amount of time, and then it, they lock out. That's that's a new system that I just saw advertised the other night. I'm like, that's pretty cool. I don't know exactly how it works. That's pretty cool. And it's like if you have, you know, even if it's for family, you know, you have a family member that you want to show up at only certain times or potentially, you know, only gain access for a certain thing, that would be uh, pretty good. Hey, that's cool. Look at that. I'm you getting know, a call. You almost, you almost bring up a whole different topic that could fill a whole show, show and Ed and Mark can uh, probably agree to that, but when houses get burglarized, very rarely is it somebody that's not already familiar with that house. Mm. It's usually a relative or it's uh, a maid or someone that you had come in to do work that stole jewelry, or it's somebody that's, uh, you know, the pool dude or... Cable guy. It's always... Yeah, or, or uh, my partner just said, you know, friends of, of your kids in high school or whatever. I mean, it's usually When there's no that, forced entry, yeah. No, even if there is, if they find something in there that they like, I mean... No, no, what I'm saying is the majority of burglars I see, I mean, they, they just come into an area, they pick a victim, and it's forced entry. But when you get the call about something missing from the house, um, from inside the house, you know, it wasn't just a ransack burglary. If there's something missing, the majority of the time it is it is somebody that's trusted. Right. Well, I mean, we just had a story, the news just posted the other day, that's talking about guys that were going absolute right in the middle of the day walking through parking lots smashing windows and all they were the the smallest things that they were going after was a charger just a cell phone charger so it's like you i mean i'm not going to say that i follow that rule i have all kinds of junk in my vehicle but the thing is is you got to hide everything and that comes down just like the house you got to lock it or you're gonna lose it and we had said you know somebody may leave like an empty book bag in the back seat to them hey there's nothing in it's an empty book bag well to a thief he's thinking maybe there's a laptop inside i mean have nothing in view whatsoever in your car and maybe an inconvenience but you know it's gonna it cracks me up when you get the the report where the people say well my laptop was on the front seat and my purse you know and i had six hundred dollars in my purse and all my credit cards and they left all the stuff on the front seat well it's gonna happen well where do you keep your purse <laughs> I always lock mine up in the trunk. In the trunk, uh, oh, yeah. or you carry, or you carry it with you. I would say. Yeah, exactly. Okay, good. I was just out of sight, out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. 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 So I know when I come, when I, when I yeah. <laughs> isn't it called a purse or something like that? That's that's what they call it, guys. That's, that's a metrosexual purse, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have it. No, that's Mark's, that's Mark's purse, but that's okay. So oh, okay. So the uh, the NRA just called me. Is that you, Ed, calling me or the NRA? Yeah. <laughs> no, the NRA. They just called me. They must be uh, soliciting again. 
So they got some big battles in California to fight. Yeah, boy, no kidding. I bet they're trying to solicit as many people as they can. I won't pick that up though. So it's a lo- losing battle there. Unfortunately. Yeah. What? Uh, so that's. I mean, that's pretty much the show for this week. What? Uh, you guys have anything else you want to hit on before we uh, call it a show? Hey, one Our, more tip. Uh, while I'm thinking about it. Long. Go ahead. Uh, purse in the trunk. Other than that. No. The the. Uh, it brought when we were talking about burglaries and when Jim said a lot of times it's somebody, you know, if there's something's missing from the house, it could be a maid or a contractor or something. Uh, my wife's grandmother was in a um, upscale retirement home and she ended up getting over ten or fifteen thousand dollars of her jewelry came up missing. And, uh, you know, it turned out where some of these places, the people they hire are just, you know, they don't do background checks. They're they're thieves. They're cons. They, yeah, parolees. I mean, if you have a loved one in a nursing home, you know, get some kind of a lockbox that people can't get into to to keep their jewelry and whatnot. Because I mean, it happens. I I hear horror stories from retirement homes, convalescent hospitals. These people are getting all their belongings stolen. Uh, some of them, you know, they don't notice it. They're older. Some of them may have some kind of uh, Alzheimer's, and and they don't realize it until a family member says, "Where's all your jewelry at?" But I mean, there's parolees and people with uh, criminal records working in these places. So if you have a loved one, take precautions there too. If you have to, stick up a little camera pointed toward the, you know, belongings, or at least get some kind of a lockbox where people don't have access to it. And that's for medications, too. Medications get stolen. Yeah, normally I could tell Mark, what do you want, delayed response? That was 10 minutes ago. No, it wasn't as bad as yours, but... No, dude, I was working graveyard one night, and I went into 7-Eleven to get a cup of coffee, and you know those security guards you were talking about that are wearing the BDUs and the baton and look like real cops? Yep. We go in, this guy's got a black baseball cap on backwards with the BDU and everything else, and, and he was with this reputable security company and I look at him I go are you I won't say the well I won't say it but are you darn are you darn kidding me no I said are you shitting me it was was the S word not the N word we're so close it was one of the guys that had been incarcerated uh, you know in our in our uh, county jail that I recognize and I go are are you you kidding me (laughs) He's going, no, man, come on, Lambert, I'm, I'm legit now, I'm legit. And I'm going, yeah, okay. Turn that Turn hat around. Freaking, uh, your, your rap page. So I called the security company the next day. He had totally misrepresented, uh, you know, he gave false ID and everything else. So um, it was just, it's amazing that a lot of these people or these companies, whether it's uh, health care or home care or even security, they breeze through these backgrounds and don't actually check them. And uh, it's it's scary what you'll end up with. Yeah, the There's probably part. not a waiting list for people to want empty bedpans and, you know, clean up after people. So, you know, people with criminal records are getting these jobs and, hey, they're supplementing their income by taking jewelry and drugs and everything else. It's just an opportunity for them. Yeah, it's not. That doesn't mean it should happen. Well, there's, uh, two, there's two security companies out there that only hire uh, cops and uh, military. You guys familiar with it, too? I know one of them does, like, escort, you know, uh, protection-type stuff, I think. Can I mention one uh, over the air? Are you talking about Blackwater? (laughs) No, no. Those are are hired killers there. No, it's... uh, Can I mention the names? I don't see why not. Hey, we may get a sponsorship. 
Yeah, A. Callen Wackenhut. They hire only cops and Wackenhut. <laughs> hey, that's a that's a legitimately large company that has lots of sponsor dollars. Shut up. Well, yeah, I'm Radner with Wackenhut. Yeah. Well, who was the other guy? Wacken Wackenthorn or something? Wangster. A wangster. Wangster. I'm Officer Wangster with Wackenthorn. <laughs> right. right. Wackenhut. Hi, Jim Lander, Wangster Security. How can I help you? <laughs> That would be awesome. I would totally use that company. Yeah. So. Talk like that, waste your security. Yep. <laughs> Freeze. <laughs> and we can start our own company. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, it would be Blackwater. Thanks. Yeah, there you go. We call it Whitewater. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they changed, They had to change their name. Now they're called something totally different. Can't oh, say the W oh, word. Wangster? Oh, okay. Oh, white. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's never okay. a good word. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think we're good. Anyway. I think, uh, what? I mean, well, we'll have plenty of topics to talk about next week, but I really think we should probably stick to the format of doing at least a tip and a story a week. I'm pretty sure between the three of you guys that uh, we can think up some interesting story that will keep people interested. So, I agree. I got a couple books to go out well, to. I think so. the, the big tip of the week today was... Uh, don't get in a fight with your girlfriend in one bra. Or don't give your kid a bong. Or don't give your kid a bong. Yeah. And don't and name your kid Lancer. No, I think the biggest <laughs> one was don't be naked with an armless mannequin in the park. I don't know. Yeah, that's then, a good one, too. And then there are, of course, the actual good tips that we gave. But, you know, you, you can take those for what they're worth. Right, right. So, well, good. So until next week, then, I think uh, let's try, let's see if we can get some more uh, questions in there. So if people want to ask some questions, they can go to coptalk.info. Uh, you can listen to us on iTunes. If you do, please write a review. That would be great. I might even give away a book for a review if somebody would go over there and write a few. Um, and then uh, other than that... Uh, I guess we'll see all you guys next week. We'll try to actually do the show on time next week for everybody. Um, I don't have a meeting, so I think I'm actually clear. Yep. If you missed it last week, uh, blame Brent. Yep. E email him. Well, if you missed it last week, everybody did because we didn't have a show. That's right. So, but we'll we'll try to uh, try to clean that up for next week. So until next week, we'll uh, see everybody then. Send your questions. Get your book. All you uh, Harley riders out there, stay safe. Yeah, no kidding. We made them all mad. Did was there ever any uh, recourse over that? Did you get uh, slandered uh, at the next meeting or anything? Yeah, I kind of got kind of got pummeled, and I explained to them the oil and water uh, duo we have online you know, here. So. It's funny though. Next week, oh, because God, I located a sponsor. If, if uh, people get a, a cop talk book, uh, and if you own a Harley, this insurance company feels sorry for you, and they will offer you a greatly reduced uh, insurance policy for your for your Harley Davidson. Does your bike does your bike even run? Mine, yeah, it does. No, not yours. Uh, Jim, <laughs> Jim's, Harley always runs. Hey, let me put it this way: Jim's bike is parked next to his propane barbecue. Oh, yeah, because oh. he, and he has to blow the cobwebs out of yeah. both of them. Apparently, neither, neither of them work. Oh, God. Dude, it runs so smooth, you don't even know it's running. Yeah, <laughs> you can yeah. put some charcoals in the tank and it'll get going. That's a good don't, excuse. Don't, don't listen. Don't. Spend a lot of money on an alarm system. Just buy a friggin' Harley and uh, start 
started it up once a month. That'll scare anybody away. <laughs> oh, speaking of alarm systems, I don't know you guys didn't mention. I, I forgot what big national store sells those portable alarm systems for people that live in apartments. It was uh, it was aimed towards college kids in dorms. I guess it was a portable alarm that you can buy. Similar to you can't you can't attach an alarm system from a regular company into into your own apartment apparently. Right. So they do they do sell portable ones out there too for relatively cheap. I thought it was like 150, 175 bucks or something like that. Maybe we'll take a we'll take a peek and try to find some links to send to put up there too. Right. All right. Well, we just dragged the end of the show out another three minutes. So let's uh, we'll call it here. We'll uh, see everybody next week, and then we'll uh, actually have our show on time. All right. I'll see you guys. Stay safe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.